everyone to Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Hey, hey. And tonight we are doing The Invisible Man. The new Invisible Man, not the old Invisible Man. The, the 2021. Uh, this is another horror thriller movie uh, we've done. This is, I think, our fifth one of 2020. Um, and if you have heard any of the other ones, you will know that not only is it not my favorite genre, but we have been, it has been particularly r- rancid at the beginning of this year. Uh, these horror movies, they are, they are, have been t- terrible, un- unbearable for me. Uh, Jess, I think you've only recommended one of the four so far, so it's not like, uh, they're doing much better for you so far. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I just remember how bad Gretel and Hansel was. I wish yeah, I could you, just un- unwatch that. Uh, you really hated that one. You hated that one like I hated The Turning, which is the only <laughs> one you've recommended. <laughs> but uh, Eli, no good. Fantasy Island, no good. But uh, this was getting good reviews. Rare for horror movies, I know. not super it, common. This is one of the movies where I like to like shove it in your face. Like, ha! 90% well, you're on Rotten Tomatoes. Ba- you're batting one for five, so I'm not like, I'm not like, ugh. Horror movies are great all of a sudden. Like, uh, yes, fair. This one this one seems to be doing well with both critics and uh, users, which is rare. Uh, I know, but I remember I watched the trailer and I texted you and I said, put Invisible Man on the list. And you were like, are you serious? <laughs> it, I thought it looked egregiously terrible. I mean, I like Elizabeth Moss, who's our lead actress here. Um, you know, p- p- people know her from uh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Ugh, I, and, hate, uh, I could only watch one season. I hated The Handmaid's Tale. Interesting. A lot of women like that show. I like guys too, but like I hear a lot of women like drag drag their significant other in, and then they both end up liking it. But I've never seen an episode. I'm not a TV person. I know her from Mad Men. She's quite good in Mad Men. Um, big big transformation arc in that. So the Invisible Man. Uh, I'm assuming you've not seen the original, not heard of the original. Probably was not aware there was an original. Yeah, I only knew that there was an original when I googled it, and it was like some old movie that came up, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> you're like up oh you saw 19 and then you you, you closed out <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the invisible man trapped in a violent controlling relationship with a wealthy and brilliant scientist cecilia cass played by elizabeth moss escapes in the dead of night and disappears into hiding aided by her sister played by harriet dyer their child friend played childhood friend not child friend childhood friend played by aldous hodge and his teenage daughter played by storm reed but was a serious abusive ex, played by Oliver Jackson Cohen, commits suicide and leaves her a generous portion of his vast for- fortune, Cecilia suspects his death was a hoax. Yeah, that's the the premise of the movie. So it's like, uh, is, he be- is she being stalked by the by the dead boyfriend, or is she not? And uh, that's the movie. So um, uh, I think we've kind of exhausted our beginning parts here. If you have not seen The Invisible Man, it's in theaters now. Yeah, I think it's the was the biggest box officer this past week, which is a little surprising considering <laughs> some other ones that were out there. But um, it's doing well in theaters. Go check it out if you have any interest. We are about to spoil it. We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and peel, uh, <laughs> appeal, overall resonance <laughs> and feel of the movie. That's yeah. Uh, so we the the synopsis is pretty solid. Um, we start with uh, Cecilia. She's getting out of bed in the middle of the night. Uh, she's sneaking around, grabbing a bag, and she's escaping her giant ma- mansion. Uh, there's cameras around. It's very guarded. Uh, I think there's a good visual storytelling here at the beginning. I like the way she's sneaking around and all the precautions she has to take. Uh, really gives me an I idea. I do too, because you know, it's like she really thought this out with all the oh, moves yeah. that she made, and she, I don't know, everything that she did, you know, it was well thought out. 
She had the uh, the diazepam in her in uh, his his drink. He had the uh, she had the bag hidden behind the secret compartment in the wall. She had to turn the camera. She did a lot of smart stuff, and then also tripped over a water dish to make a loud bang and get that get that nice little jump scare in there because gotta gotta have jump scares. Uh, and she <laughs> escapes. She runs in the woods. Uh, she gets picked up by her friends or not friends sister uh, Emily. And as they're driving away, the guy's running after them. He's punching the he punches the window out, um, but she she escapes. Uh, we do see the the little bottle of diazepam fall to the ground, and he picks it up, and he's got his bloody hand because he's punched the window out. Uh, fast forward two weeks later, Cecilia's hiding out uh, with her friend James, who was a police detective. He has a teenage daughter, Sydney. Uh, she was in a movie. That actress was in a oh, just an atrocious movie called A Wrinkle in Time two years ago. Oh, Remember her? I, I'm actually putting that together now. I didn't re- realize it. She looks a lot older. Yeah, it's been two years, at, at least. I don't know, filming-wise, but oh, that movie. I can't believe it. I saw her. I was like, "Oh, what? What, what is she? What's her thing?" And then, then I saw. I was like, "Oh, well, she's she's gonna move down." So uh, they they she lives with the James and Sydney for the time being. Um, and then we get the news from the sister who comes in. She's like, "Adrian, your 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 ex your ex husband uh, has committed suicide." And we go and meet the his brother uh who is the uh his attorney basically his is the his estate attorney um and he uh, informs cecilia that his brother her ex-husband has uh given her five million dollars in the will pretty pretty good uh the only things that she she has like the basic criteria of like you can't uh, commit crimes all that usual stuff um cecilia is like real suspect about this because from the beginning scene with the sneaking around, we get the idea that uh, he's a very contro- Adrian is a very controlling man. Uh, he's very abusive and uh, stalkery and and uh, just just not not good. In, yeah, uh, definitely that way. not generous uh, with five million dollars. You're right. The five million dollars, especially after the last time they saw each other, big red flag is if something's wrong. And she begins feeling stalked by this invisible presence, and we, the audience, get little hints that stuff is happening, stuff is falling over. Uh, we see little imprints in the carpet and on the walls and the we chairs. Get the that... fire scene in the kitchen with the knife. Yeah, he drops the or that we see a, the knife fall weirdly, like by itself, and then he, you know, the, the stove gets turned up, and yeah, a lot of little creepy stuff going on to give you the idea that something is happening, and so we have to kind of figure out: is Cecilia seeing this, or is this is this really happening? What's going on? Is there? Is, does he actually make himself invisible? Um, and that's the movie kind of goes from there. I, I guess we won't get too much into the conclusion and some of the crazy stuff that happens. But Jess, what do you think of the plot of Invisible Man? Okay, so I was pretty excited to see this, um, and I thought it was even better than what I expected. The plot hmm. was very, very suspenseful, um, which I really liked. A, a lot of times in the movie, they would just pan the, they pan the, what is it called? Pan the camera? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> a lot of times in the movie, they pan the camera just on a wall, and like, and you know he's there, and it's just like, you, you can't see him? I don't know, that just got to me. It gave me goosebumps. Um, so a lot of that going on that really kept me interested, and I totally, I totally felt for um, Cecilia because no one believed her, and you're just so much on her side. Mm-hmm. And going through the movie, like she's so smart, and I mean, you definitely want to do the things that she did, or maybe think of what you would do differently. So it definitely honed me in. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I think I was definitely like really anxious the entire time watching this. So I'm going to go to four. Okay. Uh, the plot's 
pretty solid uh, conventional stalkeriness with the twist of he's invisible. Because we get the, the, the usual stuff happens here. You said the friends and, the, and the, they don't believe her. They think she's going crazy, which is kind of conventional fare for a movie like this. Um, fine. Uh, it harkens back to, in my mind, to The Intruder from last year as far as like, oh, I don't believe he's really that crazy. And then you find out, oh, of course he is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with the plot. The, the strength of this movie when we get to visual and sound i believe is there with the what you're talking about like the holding on the wall and the way everything's shot it is beautiful cinematography in this that's the most other than our lead performance i think that's the most engaging stuff in the movie um the plot is fine though the plot is good it's got the twist at the end when we get to it or i guess not twist but the resolution it has to it has to do something at the end to to resolve everything yeah i I liked Uh, the ending um okay i i don't love the ending i i was yeah, it didn't feel earned the way we do it. Like, uh, we'll get to, we'll get to the ending when we get to it. But uh, it's a down the middle like three for me, like solid, um, somewhat conventional couple. But I don't think the strength is is the plot in this. I think the strength is the way the the directing is done. Um, but the characters, other than Cecilia, who's our, our our lead, we're following her the whole time. We of course have Adrian, who. He's always in the shadows, invisible, or is he, or all that stuff. Uh, James, the the police officer friend, and her, his daughter Sydney, uh, Emily, the sister, and Adrian's brother, the lawyer Tom. Um, it's pretty much all the main people. I feel like. So, uh, what do you think of the characters in Invisible Man? I think I just associate Elizabeth Moth Moss with um, Handmaid's Tale, and I definitely did not mm-hmm. like that show, so I never was really fond of her. But this really. Um, like brought her back up for me. Like she looks tired as shit the entire movie, and she's, oh, she's really good actress, at looking always. tired as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I she's just so smart. Like everything she thought of was so meticulous. But it wasn't too much where you're like, okay, this is planned out. Like she really acted on the moment, and she did um such a good job. She sh- she was fearful, but also courageous, and it was a really good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they could. T- I didn't really like who they chose for Adrian Griffin. I think they could have done a better person for the um, antagonist. I don't know. Something about him didn't like feel creepy, stalkery. I know they didn't want to show what he's done in the past, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I don't. I think they didn't do a really good pick. What there. vibe did you get off him if you didn't get creep like creepy stalkery guy? I don't know. I just got kind of like timid. Maybe I don't know. Timid, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I, Maybe I the can't brother. See him, like... the, the brother feels timid. Oh, no. I think the brother actually should have been Adrian. Really? No, I think the brother is way more, like, meek and, like, than than the than the, the main guy. The main guy feels confident. I don't know. Maybe even he, he didn't seem like he could be cynical or, like, I feel like I'd want more of, like, a salesman guy. Like, a guy that sells you to you and seems charming, but then actually is manipulative and gross. Adrian hmm. just... I don't know. You didn't do it for me. Interesting. Um, who's next? The sister. I didn't really like the sister. In the <laughs> part where, um, so Adrian wrote that email in Cecilia's name, and then uh, Emily confronts Cecilia about it, and she doesn't believe her at all, which I think is total bullshit. Like, if you wrote this whole long paragraph, and your sister was like, I swear I did not write that, my computer was hacked, like... You probably believe her, just considering the last time yeah. they hung out, it wasn't like she was being that way at all. And if you even knew Cecilia's, char- Cecilia's character, 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's just so out of place. Like, I, I'm i pissed that her sister didn't believe her, and they, they really should have done something else to create um, there's a, a lot of that kind of those two. There's a lot of that kind of stuff, though. That's the whole, like, that's the whole part of the plot I didn't like, the tropey, like, uh, no one believes me, even though, like, I'm saying very logical sound things, and I'm, and, but, but because she looks all frazzled and crazy, I guess they just think she, she's losing it, but, you know. Yeah, I guess. Um, but that was even before she was really losing it. Yeah, that was, like, fairly early. I mean, she's clearly got, like, she can't leave the house, like, when she gets the paper at the end of the driveway. That's, like, a major accomplishment. So, like, she's definitely got some stuff going on. And um, and the brother of the police, I'm sorry, not the brother, the friend, the policeman, I really mm-hmm. liked him. Um, of course he's... you did. I knew you were going to like him. I liked him a lot. He's lame. a friend that I wish I had. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure um, he's a good friend, but again, he's. Compl- uh, I'll, I'll talk to him later. <laughs> okay, fine. Your turn. Oh, sorry. I give the. I think I'll give the characters. What about the the the, the daughter? You didn't say anything about the daughter. I mean, she didn't really do anything to me. She didn't have too big of a part. She was fine. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll rate the Invisible Man being invisible and all his tricks. I'll give him a five because he he was a trickster. <laughs> <laughs> the actual character of the Invisible Man, not yeah, Adrian, invis- the invis- not Adrian, but the, the Invisible Man. will give him a. Five. I think I'm just gonna give the characters a four overall. Like Invisible Man, bringing it up from a three five. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Moth is really good in this, and this movie would be pretty bland and boring if she wasn't so good. There's two things that stand out to me in this movie that make it not that that rise it above conventional boring schlog that I find a lot of these horror movies to be and that's her performance and the visual style when we get to that. Um, she is really good. She nails every scene. Uh, I've always liked her but this just confirms that she's great in my eyes. Uh, again, no Handmaid's Tale only Mad Men but other movies too like there's one she did with Mark Duplass where they're both like cl- where there's like clones as a good one um she's she's solid i like her and everything pretty much uh james why do you like james i mean he's just so he's so bland and boring and all and like the sister like is helping him or helping her and then she like doesn't and then he doesn't believe her and then all this stuff happens like he every other and i i mean it's not just him it's the sister is is no good adrian i know i was trying to i like the idea of Adrian, I like the way like he's drawn up, but the actor and the actual like dialogue and what he has to do doesn't land. The brothers, ugh. I don't I don't like anyone but our lead. I don't think anyone else is special, and if they're either average or below average, they're not. There's nothing else going on with anyone else. They're all they're, we don't. I don't know anything about any of these other characters. Like I have no. There's no personality or depth to any other character. Only our lead. Like and the Invisible Man. Well, you have I mean, to we don't the really... Invisible Man as a character. He's fine. He's a he's a he's a good monster. I think I like him <laughs> in in the in the uh, in the like. I pretend to like the slasher serial killery horror movies better. Like where it's a real person and they're coming for you. Those are the ones that are better. The ones that don't work for me are like ghost ones because I'm like, all right, well, already hard to believe this, and then you know, spooky, creepy like ghosty stuff but when it's a real person i like that more i think the invisible man's a good balance of like sci-fi scariness while also being a human so yeah good invisible man's good again not a deep character just a scary thing coming for you like he's not no, no one else other than our lead has any any depth and uh i didn't feel anyone else so uh she's like a four and a half everyone else is like a two and a half so what is that a three and a half i think that's fine um <laughs> 
Because she's over half of the of the points here. All right, visual and sound. I'm curious what you have to say about this. What do you got? Okay, so I'm I'm still in my head thinking whether I liked the fighting scenes or not. Sometimes I thought they looked unrealistic that it was the Invisible Man beating them up. I just thought the visuals didn't match a person harming somebody else. But then sometimes I mm-hmm. thought, okay, that actually does look like someone's beating them up. So that's my only. Eh, I, I I had to watch it again. I can't really tell you'd watch this really... again <laughs> no i'd have to watch it again because i can't uh, I really saying. i still can't think of whether it was realistic or not or if it was just like i don't know how they actually filmed it or if it, if it was mm-hmm. just like that i don't know um but i have a couple good visuals i want my favorite one is probably when she was in the attic and she poured the paint over the invisible uh, yeah. man and you could That's see pretty, his outline good yeah he kind of like spider-man or something like see for me that that feels like an earned good jump scare. Like that's like a jump scare I can get behind. It's got a good setup. It's an un- we get to it unconventionally with the phone. It's not like the it's it's just it's it's a little better. And then we haven't seen him at all. We've only seen the imprints. So when we finally see him and it's just like a flash, it's impactful. That's that is a jump scare I can get behind. And you know, I typically do not like this. Yeah, the house, the mansion was also amazing overlooking the ocean. That was like the most breathtaking house I've ever seen, and I love <laughs> how technical it was. Um, and I don't know how to even describe it, but it was they chose like a really it wasn't a haunted house, it wasn't your typical like scary movie mansion, but it was just like a modern big house, and that was super fun. I think those are the really big ones that I have, but I haven't really thought of any that really stuck to me besides that. And her looking tired as shit, which I already said, but she's really good at looking tired as shit. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'm going to stick with the four like I've been doing. Hmm. Um, I had to, or I didn't have to look up because I saw the director at the end. I was like, the whole time I watched this, I'm like, this is like way, this is really well crafted. This is a good looking movie. Like all the scenes are tense because they're directed tense because the the framing and and the, the distance and the shots, everything is, it's very careful and well done. I'm like, ah, who's this director? Because this is clearly not just some random guy they got. Uh, and at the end, they show it's Lee Wanell. Do you know uh, what movie he did uh, a couple years ago that I think we saw together? Nope. He did a movie called Upgrade. An awesome, wonderful, top five of the Upgrade. year for me movie called Upgrade. The one where uh, the guy gets paralyzed and then he gets a uh, little thing in his uh, brain and it talks to him. He was like an asshole. And then was it Kevin Hart was his nanny? Oh my god, no, that's the that's the upside. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, didn't you say he got paralyzed or something? Yeah, he did, but that's not that's not the same movie. That is a terrible he got paralyzed movie. paralyzed, too. Yeah, I know. He Well, he didn't get paralyzed. <laughs> he already was paralyzed. That's Brian, first of all, that's Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. That's not what I'm talking about. No, he gets the chip in his in his brain and it talks to him and he and he uh he goes on like a revenge tale. I don't think I wait. We we saw I this think, together. Okay. Mm. Okay, probably, but I really can't remember it. You it didn't. You didn't. Familiar. You and Nicole didn't like it for something. I was like, asked ah, my. That's a. It's the same year as Annihilation and uh, Stars Born, but it was like in my top five. Love that movie, so good. And now I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. It's made by a guy who can make really good action scenes. I don't know what you're talking about with the fight scenes. I've loved the fight scenes in this. Um, I the, my favorite stuff is once she gets to the crazy house, the psychiatric ward, uh, and. This I love this because like so the suit gets malfunctioned because she's about to cut her wrists and the guy has to stop her like it's another good tactical move move by her. It, and, see how um, clever she was that she took the calligraphy pen and like the sticky yeah. thing. I'm like that girl's so smart. 
Yeah, she thinks about all this stuff. And but, but the way it's directed, too, we see these things, obviously, like the pill bottle at the beginning, and then we see it later on with the blood thumb stain. Like, it's all it's all really well woven and crafted together, and it's stuff like that. I'm like, this is so much better than, like, a regular horror movie. This has, this has a lot of, like, woven ideas and thoughts, and, and, and not, not even ideas and thoughts. More like, it's just crafted really well. It's crafted with a lot of care. Um, the fight scenes are, I love them because the guy's like blinking in and out. So you can kind of see him because she, she stabs him with the pen. So it like fucks the suit up. And, um, so when he's fighting with the guards, the guards can see it's not her. I like that, that we finally get confirmation that I know she's not I crazy. felt so bad for her that no one believed her. And I'm like, okay, now the invisible man's like fucking up. So everyone knows that he really exists. Right. And he's just like, he's fucking everyone up because they can't fucking see him. And they, they don't even really know he's like, they don't believe you know, you don't believe that the, there's really an invisible guy, so you're getting taken off guard. When he grabs the gun and shoots the guy in the knee, oh my god, there's just so I love all the choreograph uh, choreography in the fight scenes. Um, I love that, that whole chunk of the movie for that. Um, everything's shot really well. Uh, Music-wise, it's like, uh, it's similar. Once I saw it with Lee I'm like, oh, it is. It's similar music to Upgrade, where it's like that synthy background, deep, dark kind of sounds it's there's no like music it's it's very uh it's very uh, atmospheric um and yeah the, the house uh the city the way everything is shot like looks just like kind of futuristic and also like kind of it's kind of like a like a less like somewhere between real world and blade runner world i know you don't know what that is but for people who know what blade runner is um it's it's a it's a good like uh somewhat futuristic but still kind of today i i like i like his style and uh yeah the visual and sounds of strength for me it's a four solid four um and so what's the end here so so you like this end huh you like the the final confrontation i definitely did not see that coming yeah, I mean, there were I, I didn't know what was coming, but I was like, this has got like a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes. This ha- I mean, it's been a, a decent ride, but this has got to have some crazy awesome like Upgrade had a crazy awesome twist kind of ending that I did not see coming, and I love the end of Upgrade. So I was expecting that level of thing to happen here, and uh, yeah. so so they catch the Invisible Man. It's the brother. It's not the it's not the main guy. It's the brother, and then they find the brother chained in the house. In a crawl space, and then and so then then James is like, uh, look, you see, we we they finally caught him. It was the brother, not Adrian. And then she's like, you, you know, how do, that's another thing about James. Like, how do you come on? You know, it had to have been him the whole time. You don't think no one thinks it's the brother, really? I don't I don't buy that. Everyone just is like, oh, see, it was the brother the whole time. How did how was he locked in the house the whole time? I don't buy any of that. Um, then she goes to meet him for, like, the big final confrontation, and he, you know, this is the only real FaceTime we get with him. He's, he's, like, maybe this is where you're getting the meek and timid, because this is the only time we ever talk to him. I think it is, yeah. But he's, but he's putting on a show, clearly. Like, this isn't the real him. I still thought that he would try to spoon her back, um, just, like, nothing happened, and just, I don't know, open her arms to her and be like, oh, this is our house, and we'll have a family now, kind of thing. Oh, Jess. Oh, no. Oh, I thought that's that's what he would be like. No, I I thought he was completely, like, it was completely put on. It was a complete, like, like facade. Like, there was, he hadn't changed at all. He just did all this crazy shit. And we, and, like, you know, you, you at this point assume it's not the brother. You assume he's been doing it this whole time, right? Oh, yeah, no. I knew he was doing it. I definitely believed her. Um, yeah, so if he's doing it the whole time, why would he be like this all of a sudden? Just like, I made a mistake, come back with me. Oh, not like, I made a mistake, but just kind of welcoming her back in and making sure she doesn't, like, reel her way out. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I mean, I thought it was. I mean, it, it's a ruse. It's not. He's not really like that. It's my whole. It's my whole. My whole point. Like he's. He's not really. I don't think he's really like. He's doing all this to trick her to come back, and because he thinks he can, which is his mistake because he cannot uh and she you know she really just demands that he admit that all this shit ha- that he did and he's like i didn't do it it was really my brother and then uh um we see her leave the room to go to the bathroom or powder her face or whatever the fuck she says clean up um and then we see his throat get cut just like whoosh, out of nowhere because she put on the invisible suit and then she, she comes hid. back it yeah that she hit that she hit earlier when we, when she went to the house the empty house way back uh i guess he had two he had to have had two suits then right at least two i think she clicked the button and it made another one. Oh yeah it did that's a weird device I, why wouldn't he just make okay fine i won't think too much don't think too much about all that um so she has this the second yeah the second suit and then she comes in she has the camera angles just so so she comes in and it looks like he really did just cut his throat and that she wasn't even there involved um and then james is her ride she had the wire on but that was never the plan obviously sees the sees the thing in the bag the the suit in the bag and uh and uh, they leave the james and her leave the it's apparently uh, seen as a suicide and the last shot we get of her is like walking away and the music swelling and she gets like the relieved like smile on her face at the end so he that's did the admit end. that it was him when they were talking because he said surprise well, yeah, and that's that was confirmation. That's, well, that's that's what I'm all saying is like this whole thing is this whole attitude is fake because that he that's that wasn't him and that was his like underhanded like haha I gotcha kind of thing. Um, <laughs> they, 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 yeah, so that's that's why. So yeah, he he says surprise because he does the text earlier and like all that stuff before. All right, what do you think of the resonance of feel, Jess? Uh, I think, like I said earlier in the plot. Um, like, what really got me is when they had those camera scenes at the wall, and it was just so suspenseful. So I think, I'll, I don't know, the most suspenseful movie we've seen out of the five this year. Um, oh, this is the best and- by far. It's not really even close, but that's because the other four are just so terrible in my, like, they're, the rest are one and a half star movies. This is like, or, or lower. This is like a, you know, like a solid three star movie yeah and i'll definitely remember those scenes and i was just so tense the entire movie and I, my theater was probably i don't know it was a really big theater but it was um maybe like i don't know a third filled and mm-hmm. no one said anything the entire time i think everyone was just like oh my god what's gonna happen next like where is there he? were no like laughs or gasps or no anything not at all and it was a lot huh. of people which i thought was very surprising um, Ours was packed, yeah, but- and it was a fairly interactive crowd. Like it was a pretty like people laughed at the laughing parts and went, oh, oh my god, at the, at the oh my god parts. Like people, yeah, it was interactive. Not so much in my theater. Um, mm-hmm. And when I walked out, it was at night, and I went to get to my car, and the car next to me turned on by itself because it was someone using their um, oh, the automatic starter from like uh... far behind, and I'm like, ah, it's the invisible man starting the car. <laughs> That's what at least had some sort of effect on you there. It did, yeah. So now I'm always lurking for the Invisible Man. I think <laughs> I'm going to stick with my four. I think it's a solid four movie, so that's what they have, the resonance is. I'm going to remember this one. Oh, we'll see at the end of the year if you remember it, because apparently to be on the, your top five, all you have to do is remember the movie. Uh, <laughs> so I, this is like on the lower end for me, because it's re- I'm, like, I'm not going to remember this. This is a pretty disposable movie. It's a fine movie. It's good, especially compared to the other horror movies come out here. I mean, I, I 
if I only seen those five movies, I understand the ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it just it seems high. It I don't this I and I know Nicole's not out. She walked out. She's like it was good, but like I don't get the hype. Like it was it was fine. This seems like a nice like sixty something percent kind of movie. It's good. It's got really strong things in it, but mostly it's still pretty conventional in its characters, other than our lead and the plot and. I don't love the I don't love the twist at the end. I don't like I don't buy all the leaps we go through at the end, and I don't like the the, the her putting on the suit and cutting the throat doesn't feel as earned. I would have liked it something different, something. It seemed too simple, and something like oh really like after all that that's what he doesn't see coming. Like I don't know. Um, so I don't know. Like two five. I'll give it a two five. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it the, the, the down the middle treatment. Um, that's it for the Invisible Man. So, Jess, would you recommend the Invisible Man? I would. Um, it was a fun watch, and I don't know. Watch. I would. I probably would watch it again once it's streaming. Um, I thought it was cool. It was uh, not as good as I was. Well, better than I thought it was based on the trailer. Not as good as I thought it was based on people being like, "Oh, the Invisible Man's freaking great." I've, I know. I know the people in like the movie community that are like. That I, that, I, or that I'm a part of, and they're like, oh, it's really good. I was shook by The Invisible Man. I'm like, it was good. It was a good movie. Uh, I'll, I'll recommend, I'll give it like a like a nice, like medium, medium soft recommend. Uh, horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good enough to recommend. First horror movie I've recommended, so, this year anyway. Uh, so two recommends of varying degrees for The Invisible Man. Um, yeah, not a waste of your time. You could go, you could go check this one out. Uh, we do have another horror movie coming up at this month, though. A Quiet Place Part 2, which you are a little concerned about, you said. I know. The trailer. It's, it's, I don't know. The trailer doesn't do it for me. Something uh, about it. We both it. really liked the first one. Yeah, I love the first one. Yeah. But this trailer uh, does not look that appealing. It looks a lot more, so we're going to get some flashback stuff, and then we're also going to get with just Emily Blunt and the kids, but then they meet these other survivors who are going to be something. I mean, you know. Either they're going to be bad guys who turn out to be good guys, or good guys who turn out to be bad guys. You know how it goes. Um, <laughs> what else we got coming up? Onward is, I think, our next release, the new Pixar film. We love doing Pixar movies on here, so that that I have high hopes for. Um, we were going to do... Oh, no. That's next month. Uh, Mulan comes out at the end of this month. Uh, Nicole sent me some very concerning news about Mulan, so hopefully hopefully it's uh, still Uh-oh. good. Well, it's just... Concerning it had, news. It had a very, very, very poor premiere in China, um, box office wise, and uh, it's just oh, it's, it's because no one's going outside in China. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm hoping it's literally just because the <laughs> virus. the the whatever what, what's going on. Can I forget coronavirus? I don't even follow these things. Um, yeah, I I I'm just hanging on to hope that that's all it is. That it's just because no one can leave their house right now, but. Mulan is Chinese. It's a Chinese tale, and it was tailor-made for Chinese audiences because they took all the songs out. Chinese audiences don't respond to musicals. There's a whole big thing behind uh, Mulan that I won't won't go through all that right now. Um, There's a couple other movies coming out this month, but I don't know if we're going to do them because I don't know if anyone's, like, as far as theater reviews, that anyone's excited for everything else. I mean, those are pretty much the only three that I can think of for March that we all want to see. But if you guys want to recommend anything to us, we will have some slots coming up. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram if you want to reach out to me. And you can email the show at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Uh, and then we also have, uh, we're trying out a new t- show format. It's a, uh, a host pick show where one of our hosts each month will have one show where they uh, they pick something to watch. Uh, we, we were originally going to have it be a movie, but we were like, oh, it could be a documentary, it could be a short. 
It could be a clip YouTube video. It could be whatever the fuck they want us to watch uh, within reason, uh, time-wise. And, uh, yeah, Mama K gets the first pick. That'll be coming out in a few weeks, so if you want to hear that we're, we're trying out some new show formats so this we're coming up on our one year anniversary it's very exciting times over here so just just thank you for being on for the invisible man yeah definitely um anticipated this one a little bit so happy to be on i'm satisfied that it was not terrible so i'm, I'm glad you liked me. it i liked it it's it's fine it's it's good it's a good movie um yeah acceptable Until next time, everyone, this is Brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brian Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.